Yo, 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 good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you listen to this podcast, it's your boy Big Moose Thomas on this, today's podcast, let's get it, man, I don't even know what to say about that, it's all mumbo jumbo, but yeah, man, uh, sorry for sounding a little stuffy, man, your boy's still trying to get over this cold, man, I don't, I don't know, man, like I said, I took multiple COVID tests, we know it's not COVID, but man, I got some infection, bro, you know, I might got this Omarion variant, you know, it's trying to touch uh, my immune system, um, but you know, let's figure this out, man. Let's figure this out. Anyway, man. Um, so we are on to the Raiders. Um, let's see how the Raiders looking right now, man. So for y'all who don't know, uh, our injury report kind of just came out, not the full thing, but we got so we got some uh, some bad news, but uh, we also have some good news as well. So we're gonna go we're gonna go over the whole whole thing for us right now so first off man um let's go with some five big questions for this game for us number one question that i have um can heineke get a win on his own um what i mean by that i don't mean that heineke hasn't been winning for us i do mean in this game i do think we're gonna have to rely on the past a tad more than uh than we have in these last three games um, especially with one of our players being out, I'm going to go over in a moment. But uh, I do think that Heineke will have to pass probably on that 30, 35 mark again, which he was, but it has to be some more deeper balls. He might even hit that 40 mark in this game. Um, we might see. And just to see, you know, can we get some quality throws downfield? Um, I know some people question on arm strength. I do not. I think he has just enough arm strength to win games for us. Um, uh, He's he's no Vic by any means. Uh, for y'all who don't know, Vic had a killer. Michael Vic had actually had a killer arm, um, as well as the legs. Vic was the whole package. Um, man, man, he was just misused during his career. But Vic was the whole package. I believe Heineke definitely has the legs. Uh, but in terms of the arm strength, I think he has just enough to win this game. So I do think that he will prove very steady for us in that pocket and moving around and getting that ball out for us. Uh, especially with Curtis Samuel and. Logan Thomas still practicing this week. Uh, they were both limited, but still full participants. Well, not full participants, but still participants in the practice on Wednesday. So that's good for us. Um, so, yeah, let's see if Heineke can win this one with an arm. Uh, number two, defense. Can that defense keep their car and company at bay with at least 21 or less points? Uh, again, we're going on the road to Vegas in a dome environment, so we don't have the weather on our side. I do believe a lot of our games, especially in the December run, um, since we play outdoors, we have an outdoor practice facility, we do have the weather on our side. We're built for this. We're used to this. Um, the DMV weather is possibly, in the wintertime, I want to say it's, it's maybe the worst weather in the country. Here's why. We don't get snow, but it's always cold. Um... So it doesn't really snow here. It'll still rain here. It'll rain at 37 degrees. Like, it is just lack when it comes to winter time. Like, we don't get – it doesn't get cold enough for snow, but it doesn't get warm enough to enjoy it either. It's just lack. Uh, and the days are so wishy-washy. I mean, I believe yesterday was like 64 degrees, and then the day before that it was 38. The day before that we were like in the low 30s, and then the day before that we were in the high 50s. It's just – like, you don't know whether to wear a hoodie, a parka, or a tank top around here, man. But um, we're, 
able to thrive in that weather. And I think when people come over here to play, definitely throws them off because they don't know what type of weather they're going to get. But since we're playing in a dome and a controlled environment at that point, that's negated. So, Carl doesn't have to worry about rain. Also, we don't have to worry about rain. Uh, so, we'll see how that factors into that. Third, um, special teams need to step up. I know we got a new kicker. Uh, Shout out to Joey Sly. Hope he gets better. Wishing to see my man uh, come up on that joint. Uh, that was just sad seeing that happen. Uh, especially with those hamstring injuries. You just never know how they go. You know, they're a little iffy. But now we got Brian Johnson and... Let's see how he does for us, man. Uh, again, huge fan of Joey Slide. Had him this one for us yet. Um, he, he even got that kick kind of far, even on his last kick when he was hurt. So, glad to see that. But, yeah, definitely definitely got to see special teams step up now that we got the kicker back. We want to see us make some field goals um, if need be. But, yeah, that was just a weird situation last game that cannot happen this game. So, let's see. Let's see how we go up. Number four. For us, um, how do we have a complete game? I want to see us have a complete game. Um, we know in a couple of our wins this season, somehow we let the opponent sneak back in to the game at the end of the game, and it just makes for a really crazy last few minutes. I just want to see for this game right here, can we find a way just to put that game away, get up, and really just bleed out that clock and keep it going. So. Um, in that Seahawks game, you know, they, they, they almost came back. Uh was not a fan of that. Um <laughs> uh was 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 not happy about that at all. So um yeah, but we gotta find a way to put this one away, truly away, and just not have any questions about this one. That's what I wanna see. So if we do win this game, again I wanna see us fully put it away. Bam. Five, six minutes going into it. We know we're good. Close it out like that. Five, last but not least. Can we keep our center in the game, man? Um, we are are the center carousel right now. Um, it is hard for us to keep one healthy. I don't know what's going on with that, but that is that is such a pivotal part of our offense. That is the captain of our offensive line right there, usually, man. So yeah, I would just like to see us keep that man healthy, whatever happens, and just have a strong starting lineup. But hey, okay, those are my five. We need to see to win the game. Now, let's get into what's going on with our injury report. So, the Washington football team is going to be without some key people for this week. And sad to say, one of those people is going to be J.D. McKissick, man. J.D. McKissick is not going to play in this game, man. I know the, I know that hurts, man. Uh, I wanted to see him play as well. But it's looking like that concussion protocol again, like we talked about earlier in the week. Uh, it all depends who you are on how you clear it. It seems like he's not clearing concussion protocol right now, man. And that's... That's very sad. Uh, Landon Collins also out too, man. It's like, bam, bam, bam. Both of those, man. Really hard. Also, Wes Weiser's out too. Um, and those are all three really big names for us right now that are really contributing to our offense, man. Uh, excuse, me, excuse me, not to our offense, but to, to our game plan, man. But, again, we do have that next man up mentality. And with Ramon Vera preaching that position flex, I know we have people that can step in for us especially uh, seeing Jared Patterson going to get more touches now. And we might be able to see, again, a little, a little bit of Darren Sproles coming out the backfield and Patterson when he comes into this game. Um, Landon Collins being that box safety, he was a great help. Um, uh, we'll see if Reeves can play a similar role in this, but, uh, again, we don't, we're don't. we not really sure on that. And we still have Cornelius Lucas 
again, being able to flex out and play anything for us on that line, which really helps, especially with Wes Spicer being out. So we'll see how that goes. Um, we are getting Tyler Larson back for center, so very happy about that. Eric Flowers was questionable for some reason on uh, uh, on the day on yesterday, I want to believe, but today he was looking good, so he's not on the report today, so we should be good. Um, but yeah, man, uh, let's, let's see how we do without McKissick back there, man. Um, shout out to him, want to make sure he comes healthy, but yeah, man, that's a that's a dagger for this right here. But I think we're gonna come through. I think we're gonna come through. I I, I do believe in that position flex, and I do believe in the next man up mentality, so we can see that. So, I got him on that, man. Now, let's talk about lines, man. Again, I'm not a betting man, but, yo, I don't know what it is, man. For some reason, I've been I've been into, not into the betting, but I've been into, like, the, I guess the ambiance of it or the idea of it. So, uh, let's see what the lines are going to be for this game right here. Hopefully, we're looking good. Um, who, who should I use? Who should I use? Let's use DraftKings. Uh, not sponsored by them at all. Um. I'm not going to say I'm going to take their money, but if they want to, you know, throw me some money, you know, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. So, uh, let's see. Oh. This is actually pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, spread right here. Uh, looking like, uh, okay. It's looking like they kind of have us, but not really. It's really split right now, actually, going down the middle of it. Not really seeing any which way for us, man. I mean, yeah, it really ain't a good look right now, man. The spread right now is Washington plus one, Raiders plus one. They both, both at one ten, so it's not really, not really a good line on that one. Let me look at another website so we can get it to. We're gonna go to mybookie.ag. Again, not sponsored by any of these people. I do think it's kind of cigarette money, but it is what it is. Um, again, right down the middle. That is crazy. Okay, yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah. This is a really split game here. Not a good game to bet on if you're going to bet on this game. Uh, not a lot of money in it. Dang. Okay. Interesting. So, apparently, uh, apparently, oh, here we go. Here we go. Fox Sports got one. Wow. They got the Raiders plus one. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, all good. All good. I mean, the Raiders got to win by two in order to cover, but all right. They calling for the Raiders. Um, That works good in our book. Uh, I was really worried when they called us for that, that Seahawks game. Everyone called the, uh, Washington for that. And I was like, I don't like that, but it's like, I would rather play underdog. But um, it's like they calling us for the under on this one, so it's all good, man. I like to see that. Um, Again, Heineke puts his best ball. I think nobody believes in him. Speaking about Heineke. Uh, he has been going really well for it, man. Um, he has been completing his passes, which is crazy. Like for the month of September, I believe he did not dip below seventy-seven percent on his uh completion percentage, man, which is great. Um, him scrambling for us lately and really getting those open plays has been invaluable to us. We can't replace that. And it's looking like the extra weight is really helping as well. He's been playing really healthy. There was that time in that Tampa Bay game where I thought he was gimpy, but Hasn't shown a single thing yet, man. So I'm glad to see him so healthy. I do believe he's going to have a great game for us in this um in this run we have going over to Vegas, man. Uh, speaking about this run over to Vegas, it's looking like a lot of people out here right now are really going to this game, man. 
um, I saw a lot of us fans going over there, and I'm like, whoa, that's that's dope, man. Like, I wish I could go over there, man. But uh, you know, your boy got to work. But I'm seeing a lot of our fans trying to travel again, which means that we actually putting some faith into our team. And, yo, I'd love to see that, man. Hey, y'all, give me one moment. I'm gonna change the audio on us, and I'll be right back. Alrighty, y'all, and we're back. It's looking like we actually finally got everything to work now. So hey, I'm happy with that. Um, so we good to go now. My apologies for that earlier audio. Hopefully, I sound good right now. Let me know if I don't, though. But let's get to it. So, dang it, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, wait, no, I didn't forget what I was talking about. Yes, I love when you remember stuff, okay? Isn't that so exciting? Um, uh, Speaking of the offensive side of the ball, um, since we're going to see more Patterson, I wonder if we're going to see more of the out-of-the-backfield dump balls instead of the straight running. I love Patterson. Um, I don't love the size that we talked about. I believe he's a great runner when he gets that ball and he gets past the line, but it is very hard for him, excuse me, to get past that line. So I would like to see his kind of dumping off to the side, swing plays, things of that nature, but between running to the tackles and not too comfortable with it. So we'll see how that happens. But again, I would love to see his dumping off to him. Um, hopefully, we can get Ricky Seals Jones back as well, uh, just because then if we have three tight ends to work off of, woo, especially with three catching tight ends. Two of them can block really well. One of them can block kind of well. That's Logan Thompson. Uh, Logan Thomas. Uh, I know, like Logan, he's he's not a bad blocker. Um, by by any means, but yeah, he's uh he's tall. Uh, but in terms of that solidness, when you're going against the ends, eh, kind of there, but not, <laughs> but not, but not all the way there. But hey, still, we'd love to see him. Um, in in, in that blocking scheme, getting Curtis Samuel's back is going to be great for this game. Uh, I don't think that. They could really stop us, especially if he's coming back even more healthy than he was before. I know he's still going to be on a pitch count. I know it's going to be higher than it was last week, so I'm very happy about that. Um, now let's flip over to the defense side of the ball. I'm going to get back to offense, but let's flip over to the defense real quick. Um, our biggest threat this game to me, honestly, it's looking like Deshaun Jackson is going to be our biggest threat to me um, in terms of who am I really scared that might score on us? Because Deshaun just be having lights out games against us, man. Uh, going back again to that Vic game when he first got back, bro. I mean, just lights out games when it comes to us. So I'm not a, I'm a little worried about him. Um, he is questionable for this game, I believe, with a calf strain. Um, he said he's feeling good though. He's gonna monitor it. So we'll see how that goes. Um. Josh Jacobs is a good attack. Uh, Kenyon Drake is also well. Don't forget, they do have Peyton Barber back there. He's a fourth string. Uh, they might activate him, though. Josh Jacobs can't come up. So that should be um, quite interesting seeing Peyton Barber run against us again. I was a, we were always a fan of Peyton Barber. We know he can get those tough yardage uh, plays. We know on third down they're going to go for him probably. So we need to keep an eye out for him that he doesn't break and keep going. Um we know that's a possibility. Um, Forrest Monroe at tight end. A little bit of a sleeper um, right there. He's not a lot of people's fantasy, and a lot of people don't know about him. He a big target, though, 6'4", 250. Uh, I'm, I really am a fan of his. Uh, kind of one of us to get him um, uh, a couple of years ago. understand why we didn't, but eh, it is what it is. But, yeah, um, he has three touchdowns on the year. Guarantee you probably going to see him in this one. Um, Darren Waller as well, 
tight ends are our struggle point. Darren Wall is six six down there, so you know he's going to be a red zone target. Um, I know they said he didn't participate, but I I still think I still think he probably is going to come through. Um, just because I'm not seeing the injury designation on him right now. Let me actually check further see what his injury designation is. Uh, okay, he's listed as a doubtful, so. If he doesn't play, then again, we're still looking at Foster Monroe and Daniel Helm at tight end positions. And tight ends are the one that give us the most smoke out of every offensive player that we play. It's always tight ends that get us. So we should uh, we should be good off that. Honestly, I'm calling for this win. Uh, the way that Heineke's playing, um, he's getting better. Even when he was ugly, we still won. Uh, looking back at that Seahawks game, again, it wasn't the prettiest play behind the key, but it was some solid, decent play, and we still won that game. So going on the road, I think it's going to tighten those things up. I'm calling for a win in this one. Uh, I think this is going to be a 34-point game for Heineke. I do see three in the air, um, one on the ground, and I'm calling for probably Gibson to have two because he's going to have to pick up the slack from J.D. McKissick. Gibson having two in the air, Logan Thomas having one, and Patterson getting one as well. Um, uh, Terry's going to be the X factor for this game, believe it or not. I know that he's our number one wide receiver. But I do think with Logan Thomas coming back and having Curtis Samuel and having AG back there, I do think that teams are going to try to single play him, which is not going to work, and he's going to get open. Because with all of our other weapons coming back now, you have to spread thin. There's no more quadruple teaming him. I do think Terry will go off in this game. I just don't see the touchdown receptions coming for him in this game, but I do see some major yardage coming for him. I'm talking about 15, 20 yards yak type thing uh, just because of the single coverage you got to put on him. So um, uh, let's see. I mean, so they could they could do a, a two-on-one situation, which would be you put your number two and number three over your starting wide receiver, and then you put your best corner at that point on – the number two, and that can give a lockdown situation, but we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, I haven't seen many people run that besides Belichick, and it really worked for him, though, but I haven't seen many other teams run run that style of format, but I do not see them really going to smother um, McLaurin like he has been in the past, just due to our weapons coming back, so I do, th- I do see those contested catches, and he is number one for those. I do see those kind of coming down now that he's going to have less coverage on him. I still think they're going to be aware of him, but I do think our X Factor is him. Because all throughout this week, it's just been talk about J.D. McKissick, can he come back or not, and how AG is going to be and how that run game is going to be. But let's not forget about McLaurin, bro. That's what I'm calling the X Factor. I feel like we're stepping away from him. Let's not forget about him, man. I do think he's going to have an amazing game this day because Heineke's going to need to keep it in the air. Don't forget that um, Antonio Gibson still has that shin. I, are we going to call it shin splints? Because like, I know it's a fracture. I know a splint is a fracture. But uh, I'm not sure. I read, I want to know more about that as well. But, yeah, so that's my prediction for this game, man. Let's see what happens. And uh, everybody who's out of Vegas, party it up. For your, for those who are not in Vegas, uh, I'll be in the DMV. Uh, again, I'll be at Mark's Pub over here at Falls Church. Come holler at your boy, man. We're loving to meet all y'all, bro. Thank y'all so much for the support. We are not done yet. So now that we have talked about all our on-the-field stuff, you know, y'all know what it is. The next segment of this podcast off the field issues. Oh, before I, before I get to off the field, no, I'm not going issues. Off the field drama, not not drama, off the field stuff. 
let's go with stuff. But back to the offense before I go back um, with that. Heineke had an interception last game that wasn't really his fault. Uh, I do think he might have another one of those, but he's really protecting that ball, and that is very important for this game. Him and Antonio Gibson cannot let the ball go. They are two leading causes for turnovers right now, and I need both of them to make sure that they secure that ball. If it is not secure, there's no way we can win this game. I do not see us having that type of game where we can make many mistakes and still come back. The Raiders do capitalize on mistakes, and I don't see them letting us down for anything. So let's make sure we please take care of that ball this weekend. We are going to need that to happen. If we put that ball on the ground in the red zone like, we, like we've done before, or if we give it up in the red zone like we did uh, last week, it will not work out for us. Again, most of our um, fumbles and Interceptions are coming in the red zone. That's why our red zone efficiency is so down. Just like last week, that one right there was in the red zone um, on the Heineke throw. I'm not going to call it on him, but it was in the red zone. Um, and we know what happened with Gibson in the Carolina game as well. But, again, he was holding that ball high and tight. Very happy to see that. I think he's going to do that again. And I do think um, Heineke is going to take care of that ball. But we need both of those things to happen in order for us to win. So make sure we do that. Anyway, so back to our off-the-field stuff. Um... Okay, uh, LeVar Arrington released a clip. Uh, he didn't release a clip. Fox Sports released a clip on LeVar Arrington talking about the RG3 tell-all book that's coming out. And um, I'm, he called it a bitch-like move. He called it like a bitch-like move. And that's just what it is. Uh, don't mean to use too much of fanny on this podcast. Probably be like the furthest is going to go. Um, but if Fox Sports ought to go, hey, I'm going to let it fly. Um... I don't know. I'm not going to say I don't agree with him. I just, one, shouts out to Fox Sports for letting that fly. Uh, please go listen to that clip. It's on Twitter, probably on Facebook as well. Um, yo, Fox Sports is be letting them go at it, and I love that for them, man. If we're going to talk sports, let's talk some real sports. So shouts out to them for letting that go. But I don't know if I'm going to call RD3 um, bitch made for that. If anything, what I will call him is um, – it was just a sucker move the way he did it. Here's the thing. If you do that in the offseason, I get it. I got you. If you want to talk your truth now, sure. It's a weird time to because it's at the end of your career and nobody else is calling and everyone sees that. But, hey, is this is the time to do it. I guess so, doing now. But, again, I'm just not a fan of of that style of, okay, nothing's happening to me. Well, I'm going to make something happen to me. But the way that LeVar went into him, about that and the way that LeVar said hey I stood up for myself when no one else wanted to talk about me um excuse me not when no one else talked about me but he stood up for himself when he said hey there was major dysfunction here and I was the only one to talk about it and he had talked about that while he was here while he went to New York while he came back um he's never been afraid to talk about the franchise about how he feels about it and he has gotten a lot of backlash for that LeVar has got a lot of backlash for that People call him a scrub, a bum, and all that. I don't think he was either. I do think that was in that was in that time where Snyder thought he couldn't do any wrong. Um, and I do think Snyder is in a different mindset now. But, yeah, man, like, I applaud him for talking about that. And how he went at RG, I'm not going to say he went at RG, but how he addressed it, that's really how a lot of us feel, man. It's just, it's like a why now thing, man. It just don't look, it doesn't look genuine. It doesn't look genuine the way you're presenting this information right now. It looks like a cash grab. It looks like you're piggybacking off of the sexual assault allegations right now, which is just crazy, man. Like, 
I, I, I can't, I can't respect the man to do that. Um, that's just, that's just foul. And if those things did happen to you, um, again, I don't, I'm not down to your story. I want your story to come out. I just don't think a tell-all book is the best way to get your story out there and charging people to hear about your story. Uh, we have so many platforms that are available now to get your story out, uh, to get your truth out. That is a open access way for you to be heard by the masses. Not doing it through a book. That's just that. I, it, it is a cash grab. On top of that, the book comes out in August, and you announce that right after a win. It's just, it's just not a good look, man. Um, I don't see all press is good press, but I think we're going into a generation where that's not true, and you can lose it all. And I think you might just be doing that, RG. Uh, again, we loved you for the time that you were here. Um, it didn't work out. I'm sorry it didn't work out. I can see how mismanagement caused your career to go downward. Um, and that's something that does need to be addressed. And I'm not saying that we are uh, that the Washington Football Organization is above that. No, they definitely should atone for their actions. Um, but the way that you're going about it, it's just a it's just a straight crash grab, man. And people ain't about that, bro. Especially when it comes to the sexual assault, man. Like that's, you can't you can't profit off that, man. Like, you can't profit off that. There's a difference from getting what you owe, and again, people atoning for their actions and their sins versus you making money off of something that happened to you like that, man. That's just, that's just a weird thing, bro. I think this is a weird situation on him. But, hey, man, uh, welcome to America, I guess. But, yeah, that's just – that's one off-the-field thing. I'm glad we got that out the way. If y'all got any questions about that, again, feel free to email me, tweet me, do whatever you feel about that. Um, another off-the-field thing that I want to address right now is – I guess it's kind of on the field in a, in a way – but all these people talking about that we'll be better off with Chase without Chase Young and Montez Sweat, yo, shut up. Shut up forever. I don't know what y'all talking about with this, man. That's ridiculous. Both of those guys are such a great help. And I'm taking our defense, like uh, I tweeted this earlier, was starting around that Denver game, man. Um, that Denver game actually was when we started getting things together, and then it just kept rising from there. Uh, to talk about them, like they don't need to be here, that's just weird, man. Uh, both of those guys contribute in a way that cannot be replaced. Um, you're talking about the, the second best player in the squad and the third best player in the squad, in my opinion. Um, we all know who the first is. That's going to be Jonathan Allen. I mean, the way that man played, like I said, I I I challenge anyone to play the way he plays. Um, in my opinion, he's the top two D tackle, and he ain't number two. Um, uh, I mean, shots out to Aaron Donald. Not saying he ain't a beast. Not saying he didn't deserve his contract. He did. He's been producing ever since. But, my God, has anyone played the way that Jonathan Allen is playing, man? He is just a disruptor. Two lines. I mean, like I said, we there were times we were rushing three and he was getting back there. It was disgusting. I mean, we're rushing three. Like, we're running – we're essentially running the Tampa three in the worst way possible. So, so it's just like, God. Uh, yeah. But to say that we're better without them, that's ridiculous, man. Um, Our defense is doing – it's steadily on the incline, but that's not because they're not there. That's because we're really all gelling together. We're coming into our own. We had a bye week to think about this, and during that uh, Tampa game, uh, Chase Young was starting to play better. Um, it was unfortunate how it happened. Damn that field at FedEx, man! I swear, man, it takes it takes a soul every year. We need to talk about this. FedEx takes a soul every year, and it just sucks that it had to be him. Last year it took Joe Burrow. This year it took him just disgusting um 
But uh, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see him back. For anybody who doesn't want to see him back, go kick rocks, go kick rocks and flip flops with no socks, man. We ain't got time for that booty chatter right there, man. Like especially when they come back, they're gonna see how the defense is. They're gonna fall right in line. It's gonna be even better. And don't forget, we still get Montez Sweat back this year. He was only out for six weeks. Uh, I believe we're halfway through that. So yeah, he should come back for that last playoff push. And when he comes back, whew, whew, you don't even want to see what's going to happen when he gets back there, man. Uh, it's going to cause havoc. It's going to cause havoc. Um, even though we're out of Landon Collins this game, I think we're probably going to get him back next game. That's going to be crazy, too. And then we're going to get J.D. McKissick back, and this is going to be bam. Um, this game right here is going to be, in my opinion, this is our biggest game yet of the season. Here's where I say this. We're playing a tad depleted in this game. Um, actually, I'm not even going to say tad. We're playing depleted in this game. Next man up mentality, we need to see if it works. We need to see if we have the depth to win because people are going to get hurt. It is the NFL. NFL stands for not for long. That means more than just a contract. That means physical injury. That means a whole bunch of things, but it's like just nothing's for long in this league. So people are going to get hurt. That's just the way of the game. We need to see if we have the depth to win. Every team that that was Super Bowl always has depth. Um, we can see what happened with Kansas City last year. No, uh, They had eh, depth. They didn't have the best depth. And we saw how Tampa just, with their depth, won that game so nicely. So depth is something that's not talked about too much in the NFL. And we're going to see in this game how our depth squares up against a worthy opponent. So I'm very excited for this game. Again, I'm calling for the win. Um, I think Heineke's going to have a good game. I think AG's going to have a good game. I think McLaurin's going to have a good game. Heck, I even think Logan Thomas is going to have a good game, bro. We are going to dominate on the defensive side of the ball. Offense is where we have those questions. I think we're going to see that offense come together. Scott Turner is going to figure out those third down qualms, get those going. The off-the-field stuff is starting to subdue, which I'm happy to see because that means that we're actually starting to win. And again, everyone knows winning cures all. Um, so that's great. Uh, sorry what happened in the stadium with the Rainwater 2.0 again. This is why we need another stadium, man. Um, I, again, I'm hoping that that stadium goes to National Harbor. I hope to keep it in Prince George's County. That'll be a great place to put it. Casinos right there, infrastructures right there, hotels right there. You got the Gaylord right there. Um, to have people be able to walk to a game finally, marvelous. If you can have people walk to a game, if we can make something like that happen, whoo! Can you imagine that? Could you imagine that, man? Yo, you come up from Richmond, you come up for the weekend, you stay right there. You got a bus that takes you right to D.C. All good. You stay right there. Even if you want to, you got the outlets right there. I said you play a little, you know, play a little games at the tables. Come on back, walk to your game, come back to the casino, drink a couple, and go, man. The airport right there. It'll be, it'll be a great time. It'll be a great time, man. I would love to see that happen. So let's petition for it, man. Let's see if we can get that stadium in the National Harbor. I think that's the best place for it to be. Really get that game day experience going. But hey, y'all, thank y'all so much for listening, man. Um, I'm seeing the uptick of people listening. Thank y'all so much for that. Y'all can follow me on Twitter at Big Moose Times. Y'all can follow me um, on Instagram if you want to know more about my boring life at Big Moose Times. I'm on TikTok. It has nothing to do with football, but it's Big Moose Times. But for the football stuff, that's where you're going to find me on Twitter. Please interact with me. Go ahead and tweet me. Follow me. Um, like and share this podcast right here. If y'all got any questions and you don't have Twitter, you can always reach me at timusconsulting at Gmail. Thank y'all so much. Um, you know what? If you listen this long, I owe you a shot, not a beer. JP Finley handing out beers. Nah, bro. Grown men stuff. I owe you a shot of whiskey. All right. 
Talk to me nice. Don't talk to me twice. See y'all on the next one, man. Peace.